go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be a try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You're listening to League Cup, Newcastle Hunters Home Rugby League. Welcome back to another episode of League Castle. I'm, of course, your regular host, Chris McPherson, and today we are joined by a man who's a, a recent entrant to the Newcastle Hunter Community Rugby League spaces uh, in terms of time, but he's certainly been around the rugby league traps. He's played his uh, junior representative footy through the Tigers system, uh, so we're spending some time, I believe, um, with some other clubs along the time. He spent a lot of time on the Central Coast, and he's now the... Uh, uh, captain coach, I believe, out at the Budgie Bulldogs, and he, none other than Cody Towney. Welcome to the show, Cody. Yeah, hey, yeah, mate. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah. So, mate, give, give us a bit of a rundown, I guess, on uh, your footy background, and you know, obviously, touched on you spent some time in the Tigers system. You've had some some challenges, some ups and downs, mate. Give us a, a, a quick, you know, couple of minutes snapshot of, of your footy life so far. Yeah, yeah, right. Now. Well, uh, yeah, thirty-one years of age now. Um, I've been a bit, bit around everywhere. Started in the um. Early days on the Central Coast, playing for the Entrance Tigers. Um, I don't know if you know him. His name's Jamie Ford. He was uh, yep. a coach there. And yeah, when I was like uh, seventeen and that, and got a few games playing first grade and whatnot. And yeah, um, won my first comp with the Entrance Tigers when I yeah, was nineteen. I think it was against All Flakes. We beat them fifty something. I know when Alex Moore scored a few tries, but um, yeah, then uh, finished off there. And then went into the twenties down in um, West West Tigers, two thousand and eight. Um, played with some good footballers down there, Tim Moulton and Robert Louie, and yeah, had a few years there and had my first first child. Yeah, when I was just on the back end of eighteen, so um, and dealing with some um, personal stuff and that, and then yeah, I come back to the Central Coast, um, and then yeah, I got another shot down with our uh, Windsor Wolves in two thousand and ten on uh, an off-season contract, and then um, yeah, I was with Penrith and whatnot, but um, yeah, ran into another little bit of field. Uh, off your drama with my life and um, yeah then just come back to the Central Coast and being yeah what, what, what I win I win uh, won two Central Coast first grade comps one with Berkeley also um, with yeah, Alex Moore and um, Dane, um, Dane, Dane Allen and that um, yeah we've, we've been airing in the grand final there but no I'm sure I've, I, mate I could talk for, talk for hours about where I've been and whatnot, yeah. but um, yeah, me and my partner, we bought a house up here in Budgiewoy, um two and a half years ago. So, yeah, if there's anything I can do for this little beautiful little community up here, um, is, um, yeah, try and win a little footy comp for them. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm signed up for it. But um, it's not just myself who's come. I've bung a few new boys' faces with me. So, um, yeah, and all the boys are all aboard. And to see on the win, like we've got two wins now in a row. Um, we had our first home game on the weekend and, yeah, the, yeah, the crowd just loving it. They're going crazy. <laughs> yeah, mate, it's certainly a uh, a great area of the world down there in terms of footy. I spent a few of my early years down there around that sort of the Northern Lakes, and as they were Budgie Buff Point Bulldogs back then. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a key area for the Central Coast, and you know, as currently a lot of that area, obviously with Northern Lakes joining us as well, um, it's, it's a bit of a key area for the Newcastle competition now moving forward. Budgie has been with us for a few years, so it's good to see. Um, you know, they've sort of battled away. It didn't seem to matter what grade they were in. They sort of just punched away the last couple of years. So good to see them getting off to a good start, mate, and, and that you've brought some acquisitions there. Um, and, yeah. and we'll certainly get yeah. into some of those results and, and talk a bit more about the big game this weekend in a little bit. 
Uh, but, mate, you, you've had some experience, as you said, playing at, you know, some of those higher levels just shy of the NRL. And, you know, the second second closest thing to the NRL at the uh, moment is the New South Wales President Cup. And uh, the local side, Maitland, are, uh, they're making a real impression, mate, sitting uh, equal first at the moment. Yeah, yeah, look, yeah, yeah well, when, like you said, that before, um, yeah, when I was playing the yeah, New South Wales President Cup and whatnot, um, when I was playing out there at Windsor Wolves, Cody Walker was actually on the bench. <laughs> but, yeah, um, right. Yeah. Yeah, no, but no, yeah, they're going good, aren't they? From what I'm, what I'm hearing. Yeah, they certainly are. And uh, look, we don't have much of a game to preview, but they had another win on the weekend in what was a top of the table clash against Hills District Bulls, and uh, that sees them sit equal first with Glebe uh, at the top of the table. But they've got the bye this weekend, which would be another two points for Matt Lantry, and I'm sure he'll be uh, regathering his troops and probably be remiss of me, mate. Um, you know, you've probably seen some weird and wonderful things on the football field, but uh, I saw an article in the Sydney Morning Herald, I think it was yesterday, in regards to former NRL player Bo Henry. Uh, got himself in a bit of strife on the weekend in that competition, smearing his own blood on another player. Have you ever seen that before? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen some bad things. I've, I've been playing football in the younger days in fullback. I've seen some uh, good men hit each, hit each other and had the best view of it. But, yeah, smearing, um, smearing some blood on someone, no, it's just... What's, yeah, what happens on the footy field stays on the field. That's between them two, Ben. <laughs> yeah, it certainly is. I think he's been a bit fortunate. He's got a week suspension. Hopefully, he's learnt from his lesson. So, anyway, we'll leave that as yeah. is. I, I, I did uh, did think it was an interesting one to mention, and hopefully, you know, in this COVID time, no one else is doing anything silly like that, mate. So, uh, we might jump on to the, the Newcastle first grade, and you'll be able to give us an insight into one of these sides that's sitting right at the top of the ladder at the moment. Wyong, they've joined our competition, mate, and uh, they've got... Uh, they had a, you know, once the draw was rejigged, they got classed as a buy the first round with the Central Coast comp uh, folding, and and they've had two wins since, even without Mitch Williams, who obviously is, is a big out after he um, suffered suffered an injury in the first game. Yeah, no, Mitchy, um, yeah, so he's, yeah, he's injured and whatnot, but um, no, all the Wong side, they they're just non-stop goers. That, you know, they not only have they got talent, but they're just they're just bred well. They're kicking the corners and. You actually have to win your game with grind the effort. So, um, no, I know they've got a good good culture there and that's where everyone goes there and whatnot because they get chances and, um, yeah, they've got good football players like, yeah, like Mitch Williams and there's, there's a couple of other old, uh, old heads around there. But all the next generation coming through is, yeah, that, that's, that's why they're there. That's why they're going good. Yeah, they certainly are. And as you say, the next generation, it was one of the next generation and a familiar surname who scored the winning try late for them. Uh, I think it's young Nico Mealy that's the winger. Um, and got yeah, them a try when they were down 19-18 right on full time and uh, got them over the line. So, um, yeah, as I said, a, a surname that's that's familiar to many. You know, merely Jake, Jake, his brother, plays up front and obviously their old man is, is you know, from around that area and uh, had a fair career of his own. Yeah, no, he's actually pretty tall too. I think he's like six foot something, eh? I, I remember playing him get, uh, against him a couple of years ago and, yeah, he's, he's, he's tall and he's physical. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and in, in other games on the weekend, Cessnock had a win over West, twenty-two eighteen, and it Lakes a big win over Maitland. Maitland seeming to sort of be battling a little bit with a lot of their top tier players playing in that President Cup. President's Cup went down sixty to six to Lakes, uh, mate. Uh, I, I know you might be flying blind on a few of these sides, but we might get some tips from you. Uh, first up, they're all Sunday games. South's coming off that loss to Wyong last week. They host Lakes. Who do you like there, mate? Uh, playing out at Townsend Oval at Merriweather. Go the lakes. Let's go the lakes. Lakes, beautiful. Um, the next one is West taking on Central at Harker Oval. Again, 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon. All the games on Sunday, Arvo. Uh, Central sitting atop the table. West, probably not in a familiar position, sitting mid-table. Yeah, no, I think West are 
Yeah, beautiful, mate. Uh, I think the Butcher Boys might be a bit strong there, but uh, it'll certainly be a good clash. It's always a good rivalry uh, over the years. And this one, I think I know where you'll go with this one, and I might follow you in. It is Wyong Roos down at Morrie Breen Oval hosting Maitland. Maitland not having a great run. Wyong sitting uh, up towards the top of the table after a really good start to their year. Uh, mate, are you going with your, your fellow Coasties? Yeah, I have, to go, I have to get back the Coasties. Can't back, can't back against them. Yeah, no, lovely, mate. I think it'll be Wyong, as I said, Maitland. Look, they're doing well to be fielding sides in, in... They've got three men's sides and a 19s with that side in the President's Cup, so they're doing well to be fielding that many. Uh, but it certainly seems to be a straining their depth. Uh, but, uh, mate, the main reason we got you on is to talk Newcastle and Hunter Rugby League, uh, and we'll spend most of our time talking about the C-grade competition that you guys are in. But we'll, first of all, we'll start with the A-grade competition, which we've seen the regrades during the week, and uh, that is now... Uh, going to be a six-team competition that will feature Westwall's End, Dora Creek, Northern Lakes from down your way. Um, we've also got Thornton, Beresfield, University and Glendale. Uh, so the results from last weekend, uh, we saw Dora Creek had a, co- a comprehensive win, 58-4 to over Maitland United. Maitland United have now dropped down to the B-grade competition after the regrades. And we were lucky enough to catch up with Royce Jeffrey uh, to recap that uh, game and Dora Creek start to the season. Joined by Royce Jeffrey from the Dora Creek Swampies. Uh, Royce, back out to your junior club at Dora Creek, and you guys really hit the ground running. Yeah, mate, it's um, been a bit of a delayed start, but getting back into it now, which is going good. And, uh, mate, um, a, a tough win first up against University. Uh, probably put up a little more resistance than you guys might have initially thought. But, um, yeah, and then on to East Maitland, uh, sorry, Maitland United at East Maitland last weekend. Yeah, so certainly a case of um, a, a comfortable win, fifty-eight to four. I think it finished could have been a little bit more brutal if it wasn't for uh, wasn't for goal kicking, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have to, have to practice those. I think he hopes we'll have him down practicing this Arvo. I think. Yeah, well, you, you'll be happy, mate. Um, I think you're welcome back. You're probably regular goal kicker and Chris Marlborough, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, he, I think he was he was coming down to training tonight, so we'll see how he's travelling and, and go from there. Yeah, lovely, mate. Um, and so obviously, as we said, back at your junior club, and you know you've hit the ground running with a couple of wins, but a, a big personal achievement last week. Obviously, you know it wasn't all your work. A lot of work came from the team, but seven tries, mate. Is that the most you've ever picked up in a game? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I can't, can't remember ever getting anywhere close to that before. Um, but, yeah, like you said, I, I got pretty lucky with a few of them. Just had to catch the ball and fall over the line. But at, um, right spot at the right time and not complaining. Mate, that's the job of an outside back, though, isn't it? To be in the yeah. right spot, let, let the others do the work. So, mate, so who's doing all the magic work on your inside for you? I'll have to give my brother a rough. He's been huge, I think. Um, he, he's going really well. And, and then Tyrone Amy's down there as well. Um, so our, our forwards are, are really good. Look, uh, Brendan Quigg had an excellent game on the weekend and, and all the middles, really. Um, but, yeah, it, it's just really is team effort. Our defence has been unreal. The, the yardage from the forwards to go go forward has, has been what's really winning it for us and then just sending the ball out wide and us backs get lucky. Yeah, mate, you mentioned Tyrone Amy. Obviously, someone with that sort of experience um, in the NRL is... 
you know, only the one NRL game, but being around NRL squads, he's I'm sure he's adding a lot to, um, you know, the way the squad goes about things. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I think with Hobes as well, that, that's one thing that I really noticed going down there. As I said, didn't really know too much of like what to expect, but Hobes is just very professional, um, unreal coach, knows what he's talking about, and he's really kind of developed a good culture down there. Um, so the boys are all switched on, training's good, everyone knows their roles, um, and yeah, having people like Tyrone add that bit of experience really helps us as well. Yeah, and, and you talk about Hose, mate. Um, the one thing for the, the people that don't know him, we're just talking about it off air, not only is he uh, very switched on when it comes to you know operating the clipboard and running a team around, if you uh, give him a sniff that you might be uh, as much of a footy tragic as he is, he will. he's happy to have a, uh, a long-winded <laughs> chat, isn't he? <laughs> he loves it. I get messages all the time, but no complaints because I'm the same, so it's yeah. good to have someone to talk to about it. No, mate, I, I always have chats with him and we start talking about Dora Creek and we end off off on different tangents and different things, so... <laughs> Mate, he's a um, he's done a great job down there, and look, I know there's a lot a lot of you know sort of um, jibes and things made about you know the recruiting out at Dora Creek, as as you no doubt would be aware of. But the interesting thing, and a lot of people don't realise, is players like yourself, your brother, uh, I believe Reid Alchin, it falls in the same category. Tyron Amy, they're all players who've played juniors there um, in their younger years, and and they've returned home. I guess probably similar to yourself, I'm guessing, an opportune time with no grade or limited grade. Um, to play, go back and play with with local boys at your junior club. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. That's um, that's the reason Matt and I down there. We thought with the, the comp being what it is this year, we thought we're never going to get a chance to to have a run down there, especially together. So going down there, we had um, like Ty Atkins down there. He's Reed's cousin, um, and and John O'Reilly as well. So they're they're all family down there. Um, Ty Rain's a local junior. He's got like Dean Ferris is down there. We played right through under 10s and, and that with him as well. So it's a lot of, lot of juniors that have just come back together and, and we had a chance to, to all play together. So I thought, why not? Yeah, and, and, and speaking of guys going back and playing with family, uh, that probably leads in nicely to uh, what's a nice rivalry this weekend. A lot of boys that you'd know from Macquarie over at West Walls End there, big game, uh, and the family that we talk of, obviously, the, the Briggs brothers and um, also uh, another former Scorp in, uh, I think it's Matty Simon at the back. Uh, mate, yeah. how, how do you see that shaping up? There'll be no love lost, Swatto as well. <laughs> Stay back into it, isn't it? <laughs> it's, um, it there's a decent, decent squad there over there. I'm pretty sure Noel Dent's coaching as well, so um, it, it'll be a tough one, but pretty excited. I know like, all Dora Creek are really excited, and it's always good to play with your mates, but it's good playing against them as well, so I'm looking forward to it on the weekend. Yeah, lovely, mate. So um, are we expecting another seven from you, or what, what's the goal? This yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not at all, not at all. I just try and know his tackles and don't drop the ball. That's all I try and do. Just keep, just keep in hopes it's good books. That's it, yeah. <laughs> uh, all the best, mate. It, it will be an absolute bumper clash. It's Saturday, 3 o'clock at uh, Les Wakeman Oval, the home of West Walls End. Uh, they might be limited to a crowd of 500, but I'm sure they'll be nice and warm in welcoming you and the visitors, mate. Uh, so all the best of luck for the weekend. And, uh, mate, uh, I guess... Everyone should get down. It can get down within the reasons of COVID and, and following the directions because it will be a belter of a clash. Yeah, definitely. Looking forward to it. Thank you. In the other games, uh, we had Glendale took on University. They won 36-28. And Northern Lakes, uh, they went down to... West Walls end 36-6, while Thornton Beresfield had the bye. So, 
At Northern Lakes, looks like that Westwell's end side, very strong. Uh, they've got some of the Briggs brothers who've played first grade at Macquarie there. But what are you expecting from Northern Lakes? And do you think they'll get a little bit stronger as the season goes on? There's whispers that they're still trying to get Cade Snowden cleared, which would obviously be a big big bonus for them. But do you know much about the Northern Lakes boys? Yeah, I'm pretty close to Macca, the coach there. So yep. um, he's from Budgie, he's from Budgie War himself. Um, but yeah, I was, I was had a few beverages with all the boys, Cade Snowden, all the boys. Um, yeah, I think it was the first round that they got all knocked out. But um. I'm not knocked out when it, it didn't play and they done the redraw and whatnot because of the COVID nineteen. Yep. But um, yeah, no, they've from having a couple of beverages with them, they've definitely got a good footy side. But to go down, did you say thirty six to six? Yeah, correct. Yeah, that's very surprising. But um, even the bridge uh, the bridge boys, um, yeah, I've played knocked out against them for many years, and no, uh, they're definitely good footballers. But yeah, it's just um, if they get, obviously get all all Cade Stone and all that, um, they'll be a lot stronger. But until then, um. Yeah, until they get those big, big guys up front, whatnot. Well, yeah, they don't have a full side, do they? No, that's it. Um, we did have Macker on the show earlier in the year, and uh, well, he's a guy I've known for a long time. I went to high school with him for a little bit. Uh, he won't uh, take that loss laying down, and I think they'll bounce back this week. Uh, and they've got a perfect opportunity on Saturday afternoon. Uh, now, I think they're playing at Gumbaya Oval because they've got the two home grounds. But I think they're playing there at the junior ground. Um, at Dawson North and they're taking on University who University are yet to chalk a winners in the competition so I think Mackerel have them primed up for a win there mate uh, I'm assuming you'll be backing the Warriors in that one yeah I'm backing me brother Macker. <laughs> yeah he, he, if things get much worse he might have to actually uh, name himself and then we know he's in trouble Ah, uh, well, there you go. You said it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think Northern to get the job done there too. The big game, though, is Saturday at 3 o'clock. It's the top of the table. It's Westwall's end versus Dora Creek. It's half of Macquarie's first-grade team from recent years against the other half playing for Dora Creek. Tyrone Amy, former NRL player, playing for Dora Creek. Uh, look, this one will be an absolute belter. Uh, as you said, you've, you've seen plenty of the, the Briggs boys over time. You'd know a couple of the boys playing for Dora Creek from their time in the coast, possibly too. Um, what what are you thinking here? Who are you tipping? Yeah, no, I'm going to go with Dora Creek, eh? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Dora Creek. I know, know a couple of boys there too, a couple of forwards, so they're pretty, yeah, they've um, got a few good footballers there, so, yeah, go Dora Creek. Yeah, they certainly do. It'll be a good forwards battle with, as I said, the likes of Amy, the Alchin brothers there, up against the Yonke brothers, and uh, Adam Swadling, who's, uh, yeah, not, not backwards in coming forward. So, look, I, I think I'll go Dora Creek as well. I think it'll be a very physical game, as we, we talked about before off the air. It's going to be it's predicted to be wet a little on Saturday, so if, if it's a bit muddy, it just slows it down, brings it's it back into that physical slugfest. Yep. Certainly be an, an interesting game. The final game of the round will be Thornton-Beresfield versus Glendale. Thornton got a, an upset win in round one over Westwell's end. They'll take on Glendale here. Uh, I just think the Bears, they've got um, whispered some recruits uh, from that have dropped out of the Wildfires Rugby Union side that was to play in the Shoot Shield, and they've got a few ex-Maitland first grades. I think they'll be a little bit too strong for the Glendale Gorillas um, in this one. Yeah, right, yeah. Well, um, yeah, go the, who's the home side? Yeah, Thornton Beresfield Bears. Oh, let's go the Bears. Yeah, yeah. We'll go the home side. Lovely, mate. We'll jump into the B grade. I'll run through the results really quickly. We won't go too in-depth because I'm aware that you've got training tonight, mate. Uh, last week's results were Fingal Bay 36, defeating Tall Timbers 4. Uh, Walls End Maryland uh, took on Wests, and they won 34-20. to 20. Waratah 30, defeated Malibula 16. And the Aberglass and Ants broke their duck for the season, 34-28 winners over Dudley. Uh, as we talked about, there has been a little bit of a reshuffle in the draw, and the Tall Timbers timber cutters have come down into the C-grade competition, uh, which you'll get a nice little coast derby later in the year, mate. Uh, but uh, um, Maitland United joining that grade. So this week's fixtures, we've got uh, 
Both undefeated, oh, two of the undefeated sides in Walls and Maryland taking on Fingal Bay. Fingal Bay's got a couple of ex Maitland first graders. Walls and Maryland brimming at the edges with youth. Uh, I'm going to go the Bombies, the Fingal Bay Bomboras to get the win on the road here, mate. Who are you going, the Tigers or the Bomboras? Yeah, stick with the Tigers. Why not? Tigers at home, beautiful. Go the Tigers. Next up, we've got the Aberglass and Ants coming off the back of their first win of the season, taking on another side that's undefeated, the Waratah Mayfield Cheaters, who sit atop of the table. Uh, Waratah's got a couple of very handy players they've picked back up from a couple of the grade clubs in uh, Tim Christie and Luke Hoppy. Uh, I think the Ants will probably have their work cut out at 4 o'clock at McKeechee Sports Ground, and I'm going to go the Cheaters on the road. Yeah, I'll go the underdogs, actually, for this one. Yeah, the Aberglass and Ants, beautiful. Yeah, uh, next up is Malibula Panthers at 2 o'clock on Saturday, hosting Maitland United. Maitland United, their first game down in B grade after that trouncing in A grade. Uh, I've heard it on good authority from the Dora Creek guys. They're quite a talented side, not maybe not the fittest side at the moment, the Maitland United side. Um, so this one will be a really interesting one. And I'm actually going to tip Maitland United to get a high-scoring close win. Yeah, well, I reckon I'll be pretty hungry also for a win. Um due to going up in the A grade and then coming back down. So, yeah, I'll go them too. And the final match of the round uh, sees two sides that are yet to chalk a win this season. Uh, Dudley taking on Western Suburbs. Real surprising for many that Western Suburbs haven't had a win yet. Obviously, um, you know, the third side for their grade clubs uh, and featuring some pretty handy players in the likes of Dave Dryden and Jade Porter, but just seeming a little rusty in their first couple of hitouts. And I think this might be the time they get their first win. Yeah, right. Well, I'll have to stick with the West again, once again. Yeah, I'll have to stick with them. Lovely. Now we'll get into the stuff, mate, and this is where you're going to come into your own, the C-grade competition. It's where Budgie Warrior found themselves this year. Uh, mate, we might get... Um, I know last week there was some, some challenges with getting onto your ground and it got pushed back and Dungog, even with their big road trip, were very accommodating to play at a, a delayed. I think you end up kicking off about 4.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, we did. We were expecting three o'clock, and then yeah, we didn't even have a, a, a training run all, all week. So, um, but yeah, it got pushed back to four thirty, and yeah, we we had end up playing and getting the job just done. Third big prop number ten. Um, what's what's his name again? For Dungog, Matt Hinton. Yeah, I think yeah. Anyway, the number ten. Yeah, he's um oh he's, he's solid as I don't know if you know him, Phil Badia. Um, he's a good little hooker from Streat. Yep. Um. Yeah, he yeah he, he warned because I work with, with him and he warned me about him all, all, all week. He said he'll go down the short side, he'll go down the short side, but um no, nah, they're definitely a yeah strong solid side and yeah we ended up just getting the job done. Actually, it was yeah twenty two to eight, I think it was. Yeah, that's about right, mate. So um and as you say, yeah, Matt Hinton's been there for quite a while, leads them well, their skipper, and uh, he just keeps on rolling on, and you know it's a typical you know. Uh, country sort of attitude of or approach of, of Dungog and Stroud will be very similar when you come up against them. Yeah, they might not be the prettiest, yeah. they might not be the flashiest, but they'll roll their sleeve up, sleeves up and get into the grind with you. And if you let them drag you into that grind, you'll find yourself in trouble very quickly. Uh, speaking of Stroud, they had a, uh, a depleted lineup host Raymond Terrace up at Stroud uh, Showground, and uh, they went down 38-30. It doesn't look like defence was a uh, high focus in that one, mate. Yeah, look, yeah. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I don't know too much about that, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we haven't um, we haven't played them yet, so yeah, we'll have to keep an eye out for those two. Uh, and yeah. in the other game, it was the opposite end of the spectrum. The Morissette Bulls hosted Hamilton Ducks, and at one point, you know, heading in heading into the uh, first drinks break, it looked like it might have finished nil all. It was a very uh, very toughly fought game up the middle. A uh, few guys that you'd probably know from around the coast playing there at Morissette, mate. But uh, it was the Ducks that got the win, twelve six, and you'll see the Ducks this weekend, but. Uh, do you know much about the Morissette boys or have you had much to do with some of those guys that are there? Yeah, well, sort of the same stuff. Um, yeah, we do know a couple of the, the 
like I said, boys. But um, it was like the local game when we played in the first game. I was biggest grudge match. Um, we've got a because I've got a couple of Corey brothers and and our side cousins, and then they have, they got a cousin on uh, on the Morissette team too. So yep. um, yeah, it was it was a good game, good hard game. But um, I'm not sure if you know one of the football players called uh, DJ DJ Gulligan. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, yeah, with yeah, he was actually playing that first game, but um, I think he's contracted to Seattle again. But um, I'm not he sure is. if he's running out there again. But, yeah, um, no, he's no, actually. I, yeah, right. Yeah, I had a good chat with Reese about that on on Saturday. Unfortunately, they've lost him back down to Sydney, which is great for him, but a bit unfortunate for Morissette. Yeah, no, but the yeah, the Morissette they're definitely a team you got to watch out and you got to be ready to rock up to try beat them because they're definitely a team to um, if, if you fall asleep, they'll come back to buy you. Yeah, that's exactly right. They're a talented football side, um, and, and they nearly got the job done last week against Hamilton. But um, And we might start with that one, mate. It is 4 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, the rejig so- the draw has now got, um, as I said, tall timbers dropping down into the grade and Swansea coming up from D grade to make it an eight-team comp. But uh, 4 o'clock it's been pushed back to on Saturday at Learmont Oval there in Hamilton. Uh, the Hamilton Ducks t- undefeated, taking on the Budgeoy Bulldogs undefeated. Top of the table, mate. Looking forward to it. Yeah, mate, we can't, we cannot wait. Like, yeah, we've got trains tonight. Um, and like I said, we're just a new team. Basically, we've got, we've got, we've got, a, we've got a handful of sort of boys from last year. But mate, we've got, this is our third game all together, and we're just getting better week in, week out. Um, yeah, got a few boys like Jeff, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Walden and James Walden and a bunch of Corey boys and my cousins. I bring with me, and um, yeah, and like I've got blokes like Mitch Green, and he's in the hooker, and Big Brodie Green, and. Um, Jay, Jay Boy's out the back, the fullback. They can have fun tackling him because he will run on one leg. <laughs> <laughs> but um, mate, as every game goes on, we're just getting better and better. And we've got yeah, wait till they see our forwards. We've got this big fellow called um, uh, Big Damo and Big T. Um, yeah, they're gonna they can have fun tackling them too because yeah, they're just crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, certainly be an interesting one, mate. There's a few big boppers in the Hamilton side too. Maybe not quite in in, in the uh, ilk of what you've got rolling out, but they're also a very young side, so nice and fit. So. Um, as, as I alluded to, you, to before we got on, onto the air, mate, I'm certainly not going to enter a tip into this one. I think we know what your tip is. My reason is uh, I'm going to be the man in the middle in pink, so I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll hear plenty from you, mate. Um, and, and we'll have an enjoyable Saturday afternoon out there at Learmont Oval. But uh, it, it'll, it'll be a cracker. Certainly get down there. And, uh, mate, if, if your boys are, um, are socially minded, the Ducks are very so, very good social hosts after the game as well. So make sure to hang around and, and have a beverage. They're a good bunch of lads. Yeah, well, no, we're all getting the bus down, so yeah, no, we'll be sticking around as as, as long as yeah, everything's all good. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll um we'll, we'll love to stay around and say hello. Yeah, of course. Obviously, everyone, just like any other games, will be adhering to the COVID stuff, as you're just sort of implying, mate. So that's good to hear. And uh, yeah, I look forward to having a look at that one on the weekend. So you'll be tipping Budgeoy, and uh, I'll, I'll stay neutral. Uh, the other games this weekend, mate. Uh, your fellow Coasties, the Tall Timbers Timber Cutters from down at Arimba. There, they'll host. Stroud down at Bill Sohir Park in Arimba. That's got to be one of the longest road trips in local footy around these parts. Stroud down to Arimba. Yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with that as long as you've got a good bunch of blokes like um, all together and a good bus trip. Or, or I think the only people that will hate it is the, all the all the partners, <laughs> all the women, because yeah. the boys will be going home, especially after the win. But um, yeah, the tour Timbers are shot and all. He's the um, yeah captain over there and the coach over there. But um, yeah, I used to go to school with him at Wong and. Um, I actually tried to get a few of his plays when when I was cut, coming up here. When Wern got out, he was like ringing me saying, "Yeah, what are you doing, codes?" But um, no, nah, mate. Yeah, I'll go with I'll go with the coast here still. So yeah, but um, I made they're itching, they're itching for a win. They yep. off last year's grand finals. So um, yeah, they, what they, I think they've had two losses, but they'd be itchy as for a win. So and then now they're back down in their comp where where they should have been originally. But um, yeah, 
Yeah, have they, have they still got the Trembath boys running around down there or have they hung the boots up? I'm not sure to tell the truth, so yeah, I have to wait to see the see the program on the weekend, so I, yeah, I can't comment, sorry. Yeah, no, that's all right. I just thought you might know, but that's all right. Yeah, look, I'm going to go with Stroud. I, I, everyone who listens to the show regularly knows I'll regularly tip Stroud purely from the fact they've got a bloke called Simon Chappell that wanders around at the age of 50. Uh, he's, he's in his early 50s anyway and he's still playing in C grade, so I think that's pretty impressive, so he gets my what tip is, if I'm not sure. Uh, hooker. Yeah, good on him. Yeah, good, good old fellow, Milka. Hey, I, I, actually, I should have said that then. He might go for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, he's, he's an old war horse. He's done a bit of everything. He played lower grades at Manly. This, this this tells you how old he is. He played lower grades at Manly in the late 80s and early 90s. Yeah, look, yeah, yeah. I'm, a, well, I'm an eight, um, eight model, so yeah, look, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, mate, yeah. he was playing playing lower grades at Manly when you were born. That, that gives you a bit of an idea, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does, actually. Hey, the next one, it's uh, it's the bottom of the lake derby. It's Swansea taking on Morris. It'll be interesting to see how Swansea go with the step up in grade. And look, Morris, don't uh, as you talked about before, I don't think anyone should let let their position on the ladder fool you. Two close losses yeah. to yourselves and Hamilton. Um, I think they'll be there when the whips are cracking, Morris. Yeah, I definitely have to go Morris for a, for a, for a win this one. Um, third week in, and yeah, two close wins. Like we didn't get away with that win at all. Um, and they, yeah, I'm not sure where the injury was off, off um, on the weekend, how they're going, but I, I, I have to pick them for a win this week. Yeah, I don't think there was too many players that came off carrying anything too bad, but whether or not nursing knocks or they carried some things into the game. So hopefully they're at full strength. It'll be a great game there. As I said, it's not too far around the bottom of the lake from Morissette to Swansea, so it'll be a good little rivalry to get going. Uh, Swansea will be keen to prove that they belong in C grade now that they've stepped up. And uh yeah, look, I, I just can't go past Morissette, though, based on those last couple of results. The final match of the round sees Raymond Terrace hosting Dungog at 2.30 on Saturday up at Lakeside Oval. This will be the uh, Bar TV televised game. All three games up there, the women's tackle and the ladies' league tag as well. Uh, and, look, Raymond Terrace, a much-improved side in round two after a drubbing in round one at the hand of the Ducks. Uh, Dungog are going to have their work cut out for them, but I think Dungog might pip them in a high-scoring one on the road. Yeah, I'll have to go. Yeah, them off last week, they'll be itchy, itchy as for a win. So, yeah, I'll have to go those boys too. They're, they're, yeah, they're well, yeah, they're well structured. And when they rocked up and yeah, like the way they were training, all the boys looking over, I'm saying, boys, don't look at them. But, yeah, no, they're, they're definitely good footballers. Yeah, lovely, mate. We'll wrap up with the D grade, then I'll let you go because I know you do have to get to training. So, we've got the D grade. Last week's results, as I said, it was a seven-team comp. It's gone down to six. The first of those was Swansea, who had a 22-12 win to wrap up their time in D grade, which saw them elevated to C grade over Kersley. Uh, we had Shortland had the bye. Katara, 28, defeated 1G16. And the Lampton, New Lampton, Rats and Dogs, one of the best names for a team in the competition, 26-16 winners over Glendale's second side. Uh, which sees them now with Swansea being elevated, sitting atop the table for the time being. And they'll head to Shortland this weekend. Shortland will be fresh off the bye. Uh, this will be a good clash. A lot of young sides in this competition. And, and mate, I, I think you and I both probably have got about as much clue as each other on this one. So we'll probably toss some coins. But I'm going to go with, just because of their name, the Rats and Dogs to get the win over the Devils on the road. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, mate, this one. <laughs> Uh, also also on the weekend, all three o'clock kickoffs. We've got Katara Bears hosting Glendale Gorillas. I'm going to go the Bears. They've uh, they had a loss to start the season, but had a win last week, and I think they'll be a bit strong for the Gorillas. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll go the Gorillas. Why not? And the last one for the round and for all of the games this weekend, we've got Wanji hosting Kersley. Uh, the Crushers, they had a, a good win to start the year and then got beat last week by Swansea, but uh, I think they'll be eyeing off a... A lofty spot on this ladder, especially now knowing that the team that knocked them off last week's gone. So I'm going to go to the Crushers to get the win on the road down there at Wanji Oval. 
Beautiful, mate. Because you, you're rapping for us on the weekend. Uh, you're trying, trying to butter, butter me up now. I love it. I love it. Uh, look out, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, I, I appreciate your time coming on tonight, mate. It's great to see uh, Budgie Boy, you know, sitting up. As I said, you know, the last couple of years they've been in grades where they've sort of battled along for the best part of the year. Great to see Budgie Boy starting the season strongly. Hopefully you continue on in that vein and you're right there with, you know, some of those other strong sides. I think the C grade competition is going to be a cracker of a comp this year. Uh, based on what I've seen so far. I'm looking forward to getting out there and being in the middle on the weekend and, and actually get, getting to put a face to the name, mate. Um, so we'll see you on Saturday at Learmont Park and um, make sure, obviously, everyone that's listening in to get down to your local footy, stick to the COVID restrictions. If there's too many people down there, clear out. Make sure you space out one and a half metres. If you've been to the hotspots, don't attend, all those sorts of things. Be smart about these things. If we're smart about it, we'll keep having footy. It's only going to take one or two people to be silly, though, Katie, and uh, it could be the end of it all. Yeah, no, too easy, mate. Um, yeah, I'd just like to recognise that all good if I just say a quick shout-out. Yeah, mate, go for it. Yeah, just some major sponsors. We've got some uh, Budgeoy Soccer Club. Um, we've got um, Budgeoy Wreckers and Singo's Butchers and Evolution Gym. Um, and with that, too, I'd just like to say a shout-out to um, Radri Mob out there. Pete Gill, Red Dust Mob. Um, and, yeah, no, mate, can't, can't wait for Saturday. Um, yeah, going to be wrapped. And hopefully we get away with the two points, make it three in a row for Budgeoy. Awesome, mate. Well, well, I wish you luck now, and I'll uh, I'll see you on Saturday. Good luck with training yeah, tonight, thanks, and we'll see you then. Yeah, see you later, buddy. Bye bye. That was Cody Towney, the captain coach of the Budgeoy Bulldogs. We appreciate his time, and uh, it'll be good to see Budgeoy having a hit out up at Learmont on Saturday. Make sure, as I said, uh, you follow the COVID restrictions. Get down, support your local clubs. If you're getting down to to some of those grounds that aren't fenced, make sure you follow the the regulations around alcohol and those sorts of things. Don't bring in your own. Support the clubs that are there. They need all of our support at the moment in this COVID time where they're limited with crowds. Uh, get down, enjoy your footy. It's going to be an absolute belting weekend. All the Newcastle and Hunter games on Saturday, the Tui's Cup, or sorry, the A-plus contracting first grade and lower grades on Sunday at West, South and Wyong. There's plenty of footy on this weekend. Make sure, get down, check it out, do the right thing. A big thanks to our sponsors, of course, Newey Threads. Uh, without them, this show doesn't keep on getting to air, so we really appreciate their time and effort into uh, keeping us afloat. And uh, make sure to check out our social media channels, League Castle AU on Instagram and Twitter, League Castle AUS on Facebook. Uh, make sure to share the show with uh, anyone else you know that loves their local rugby league and uh, you know even be a bit vengeful and share it with someone who doesn't like it and just make them listen anyway because it gets our numbers up and gets our spread to it more and more people. Thanks again for tuning in and uh, we will catch you all soon. We go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You're listening to Lee Newcastle, Newcastle Hunters, Hunters Rugby League.